not very long at all. And it was undetermined at that time whether we were going to be looking at it as a murder-suicide or as a capital murder investigation. So I think we've kind of gotten past that point right now, unless we get evidence that would lead us to believe otherwise, but I think we're past that point right now. One more question. I've been there for several days. How many, how many days exactly? I don't know exactly, but they've, they've been there for a, a few days, I'll say. So what took you so long to find the car if, if the car was parked there for several days? What took us so long to find it? Yes, if the car was parked over there for like several days. Nobody came across that car. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. There you have it, y'all. Welcome back to the Drunk Turkey Show. I actually have that video. I'm trying to edit it out real quick and uh, and save it. Uh, just so that we can get an idea of, uh, I'm, I'm actually increasing the size of the video. Sorry about that. Um, I'm zooming in right now. So give me a few minutes. Chief uh, McManus came out saying basically they've reco re recovered a uh, video and footage. And um, basically that they, uh, they believe that these people may be involved in this crime. And give me a sec. I'm almost done with it. Looks like a heavy set large male. And um and another person coming out of the car. So just give me bear with me for one second while I pull this all up. Me and Blue were out there on the scene uh, earlier today looking at certain things. And a couple of things that we had noticed was how close in proximity the the um, the apartment complex and the buildings behind it uh, and the houses behind the apartment complex. So we strongly suspected that there was no, um, what do you call it, uh, uh, that this crime didn't occur there at that time. Let me just do one last thing. I want to zoom in as close as I can on this. Yeah, perfect. All right, and... So welcome, everybody. If you haven't done so, please hit that like and subscribe button. Really appreciate that. Uh, help us get this to 40,000. Uh, we are in San Antonio, Texas, myself and and Big Blue. So we um, intend on covering this case extensively. Uh, we were out there you know, on location. Uh, we plan on going back there. I recorded the uh, the trip that it took to get from Soto's apartment to the location where they have found the, the car and the bodies. Um, we have that on a video that we did live last night. I'll be going back and probably editing that part out and putting it on its own video. That way, if that's the only part that you guys want to see. We, we can make that possible. All right, hold on. I'm fixing to pull this up in about three minutes. Here it is. Add it here. second so i hope everybody's having a good day let me know in the comment section how y'all doing
I don't know where this video was taken at. Uh, you know, let me um, make this bigger. I'm not entirely sure where this video was uh, was taken at. Uh, this does not look like the apartment complex that they lived in. Um, and this doesn't look like the apartment complex where the vehicle was found. But you have a vehicle pulling in. There it's. I'm going to try to do some comparisons to see what kind of truck that is. Let me know if you guys know. It looks like a Silverado to me, maybe perhaps a, a GNC or a Chevy truck. Uh, but you see the gray Optima Kia coming into the screen on the left. Look at that. Look at that. The door's already open as they're pulling up. Door opens. They haven't even stopped yet, and the door is open. So you got a heavy set male. I mean, that's a really big guy. Uh, based on the truck height, this guy looks probably around like five seven, five six. He doesn't look like a very tall gentleman. Uh, looks like he's wearing um, a wife beater type of, you know, undershirt, those most um, tank top type of shirts. He's talking to whoever's in the car. As you can see, this person is barely tall enough to go over the car. So this is a very short individual, in my opinion. Yeah, it did look like he was carrying something in his arm, too. But then this person gets out, and it clearly isn't uh, one of the victims, in my opinion. There he gets, he took something, threw it in the truck, gets in his truck and takes off. Pull this back so I can get that out of the way. Face looks a little dark um, around this area. It looks like this person may have some sort of beard going on. I'm going to go get the uh, the original so you guys can see it. Maybe it's a little bit clearer than that because I did zoom in on it, and I think that that made it a little bit worse. Give me a sec. So this is the original video. Let me see. Something. This vehicle is already there. It's creeping around. Oh, no, it has its lights on. Turns its lights off when it comes around the corner. Put its signal light on. See that? It's going to come around the corner. Has its lights on. Turns them off. Uh, it's flashing them. That's what he's doing. He's flashing the uh, the emergency lights at them to stop that, to, to tell them that this is them. Huh. So they planned on meeting in this location, obviously.
Is this the other side of the apartment complex? I don't think so. I don't know where this is at. Because I didn't see this much space. Well, you know what? This could be around the backside. Let me let me look at my video real quick. I, I took a video of myself you know, when we were driving around there. I didn't uh, put everything on there, obviously. I have the... So let me, I'm, I'm going to go look at the video that I pulled up. Give me a sec. And then I'll try to pull it up as well. Um, it's this video here. You know, let me just, I'm going to try to get this sent to myself. <laughs> it's, a, it's quite a bit of a, a long video. Give me a sec. I need to do it this way. Please hit that like and subscribe button, guys. I really appreciate that. You go a long way to help us out. I, I have that. I had to save it onto my phone under a different file name so I can find it. Let's keep looking at this interaction here until this saves. Because I'm not sure if this is the back of the house or not. Or, or the side of that apartment complex, which would make a little bit of sense. Let me um, let me pull up. Give me a sec. So this is Google Earth. This is the area there. It, it could be way back there. That, that could be accurate. It could be uh, somewhere way back there. But what we do see is that there is a a power, you know, for the, uh, let me pull it up. Right here, you have the meters right here towards the back. This, If I can find the apartment complex, this shouldn't be too hard to find. And I'll be able to do another video showing, you know, the path from this location to where the bodies were found as well. I didn't catch the first part of that um, press conference. It kind of snuck up on me. So um, I'm not sure if he mentioned which apartment complex this is. Oh, no. I thought I saw something. Look right here um, above the driver's side uh, headlight of this Kia. You guys tell me if you see something moving right there. What is that? What is that? It's something that comes out after the fact because let's rewind this right, right there. Door opens, big guy gets out. That door's open. Uh, there's nothing there right above that. Uh, it's a reflection of something. 
It looks like a reflection of something. Yeah, I think that's a reflection. It stays the same while the, the door moves back and forth. Okay. All right, good deal. Let me um let me do this real fast. Now that I got this saved, I just gotta upload it here and then I can pull up my video that I did yesterday. I'm kind of showing you guys, you know, where I was at and and how to get there from the apartment complex to where the vehicle was found. But I drive around in there a few times. Yeah, they're pulling up to each other slowly. And then you see the vehicle turn its lights off and then the um, and then the Kia turn its lights off and then do some flashing motion. I don't know if it's the signal light. Or I don't know if it's the emergency lights. I can't see on the other side. It doesn't seem like the light uh, or the shadows on the other side lighten up. So I would assume that it was just a signal light there to uh, informed a person that that's where they were at. And if it's a signal light and it's not like, for instance, the, um, the hazard light that tells me that the person that's operating the vehicle isn't familiar with the vehicle. You know, if you were going to flash your lights or do something like that, you know, you would think that it would be the, uh, the, you know, the high beams and, or if you're going to be, you know, using your signal lights, that it's probably going to be, you know, both of them just to kind of say, Hey, stop right there. All right. Hold on one sec. So this is the uh, long version before I edit it or anything. So I'm going to have to go in there and kind of skip around just before I got where, where I was at. So up here in this area is where their apartment is. As you can see, there's there's not a wooden fence around there. So that's not this area. Yeah, sorry if I get anybody dizzy on this. This is before I edit it or anything like that. And. I was trying to get my phone situated on my car so that way I can I can drive right. But let me um all right. You see there's not there's no any there's no wooden wooden fence or any of those type of things back there. So it's not this area. All right. Let me see if there's a way I can speed this up because yeah. It's two times speed. So this is me leaving the area. Uh, I'm actually next door because uh, the apartment complex was locked in. And this road right here is called Grissom Road. Uh, a person would need to take a left on. Now, this is about 3.30 in the afternoon when I'm taking this trip. So there's uh, quite a bit more traffic than in the wee hours of the morning that I suspect that this uh, uh, occurred in. So this is Grissom Road. We're going to be heading towards Bandera right here, and then we're going to make a ride on Bandera Road. It's not that far away. You know, typically, yeah, I think GPS says it's like six, seven minutes away at that time. So it's fairly close to where, um, you know, these folks were, were living at. So I have like a couple of things that are going in my mind right now, especially if that, if that um, video that we just saw was in that apartment complex, then they planned to meet there. And like I said before, when or like I said yesterday, the other day when we did our live and while I was out there, this area looks 
to me, like somebody had to have known um, they were familiar with that area, whether they lived in that apartment complex before, whether they uh, know somebody that's lived there in the past and have gone there and seen, you know, that area to see how, uh, you know, hidden it is. They knew about that spot. They're familiar with it. So this is going to be a left on Seneca Drive here in Leon Valley. And then right there. So you make your left. And the neighborhood is fairly, fairly nice, to be honest with you. You know, I thought it was a, a nice little place. And then for me also, like to get there, look at look at how many turns and how many stop signs and how many neighborhoods I'm going to go through to get there. And it's not off of like a main road, you know, the entrance of this apartment complex. It's like off of a road inside of this neighborhood. So you have to be pretty familiar with this neighborhood, in my opinion, uh, to be uh, to know where this is at. I think it's just a matter of time, in my opinion, on when this person or persons who were involved end up getting caught. So we're almost there. We're almost there. But as you can see, I'm not like on a main street. I'm not on, you know, if you go look at a map, I'm not on Wurzbach. I'm not on Mandara. I'm not on, you know, I-10, 410, 1604. I'm not on any of those streets that would you would believe or suspect there'd be a uh, apartment complex right there. Uh, this is well back in here. So you make another turn there. A lot of speed bumps in here, too. That's why the phone keeps shaking. I was able to edit those things out on my other video, but um, that was on the live and I couldn't find it right now. So and I also edit out my driving around inside that complex because I didn't need it. So I needed this video here. So make a left on George or right on George Burns. Is yeah, hold on, watch. That's the end of the street. Like you're going into dead ends and then turning into um, you know, neighborhoods again, like or staying in the neighborhood. Again, I think that this person um definitely is familiar with this area and knew where to go. Sorry, speed bumps. I had my phone on a um, on a holder thing that was put up on my uh, on my window here. But every dang speed bump I hit, and the roads aren't the greatest either in San Antonio. Uh, it tend to knock down the the camera there. You know, one other thing that I had noticed while I was there, you know, last time and there today, this morning with Blue, was that the area there is very small. Like the the space between the apartment complex and the fence wasn't a lot. And so that video, see where that car just pulled in? Let me pause this real fast. All right, so you're going to make a right here. Then it's a quick left. Now, when you make this quick left on Danny K, so this is the street where the apartment complex is on. In order to get to that area, 
or the fastest way to get to that area is to follow this Toyota truck. And I mean, I didn't even know that there was a road back there. I'm not familiar with this area. You know, this is the apartment complex. And it goes behind that convenience store. Uh, you got, uh, I don't think it's this one. I could be wrong. Watch this. Could be wrong, but I don't think that's this complex. Reason being is the meters are right there on the, on the house. You see that? I think that's the meters. It's not the clearest picture, but I think that is you have a meter box, right? Or an electrical box right here, this big green thing. And that's typically your electrical box. And you have your meters up on the wall here. I don't know if all of them are like that, but you know, first thing I see there is the meter boxes are on the wall. So that tells me that this is not the same complex. This is a completely different complex uh, than the one that we had seen. But uh, oh, let's drive around and see if that ends up being true. If you guys see a uh, meters or electrical meters outside or, or not on the on the ha on the buildings themselves, let me know. So this is the back area right here. You do have a wooden fence over here. Let's see. I mean, I don't see any meter box. I don't think this is the same. Look at all the trees and stuff there. I don't look like the same place, at least on this side. There is a back side to it. Dang speed bumps, I'm telling you. It looks similar. I mean, the fence does look kind of similar, but I'm not sure about the the whole, I'm telling you, speed bumps, uh, the whole back area. So this is the convenience store. I went out there today again, and if you guys haven't seen the video that I posted earlier, uh, me and Blue found three security cameras on this convenience store. One of them, it's the big one, is pointing towards the store. One of them behind this big one is pointing towards the parking lot. And then you have another one on this side, on the right side of this building, facing towards where I'm turning at. So if that vehicle either, or if a vehicle either entered in here or left through here, it's going to be on that camera. And if anybody walked out of that situation or out of that area from here, it's going to be on that camera as well. I will say like this back area right here, it doesn't look like it's it's the spot because you have these complexes and the road is real narrow. Ah, there it goes. It's real narrow. Let me, uh, I think I have, that's when I stopped. I have the other one. Let me pull up my other video of me in that area. Give me a sec. There it is. Uh, this is where I, I basically stopped it. Uh, come on, play. Give me a sec. What is that? 
I don't know if I had any commentary on this. I think I may have. Because I was actually leaving when I saw, you know, that area. Because I couldn't find. I drove around all through here. And I really, truly couldn't find a place that matched until I left. All right, I found it. It took me a second to get out here. It was actually behind this gas station. So it's even more secluded and, and hidden off than I thought it was. Somebody either um, was very familiar with this area, knew about this area, lived in this area. Looks like we got some film crew already out here. Sorry about that, y'all. Now that area back here is closed off. It looks like you can like like it's open. I don't know how long that fence right here has been on the ground. It looks like it's been on the ground for a while. I can see some leaves and stuff on top of it. So it doesn't appear to me that you know this fence was up at the time of the incident and, and was taken down, you know, throughout the investigation. I think this was taken down well before. Um but there wasn't anything. Oh man, I freaking hit the wrong button. My bad. There wasn't anywhere you can walk back there. I believe it was parked right around right here. And you can see this big old mark right there. It actually goes. It extends downward. You know, we we don't know if that's you know the vehicle coming in and breaking hard. Now we do know that this was this was the vehicle. This mark was made by the vehicle because of this line here, and the the uh, the angle of this. Um, marking on the pavement uh, is the same direction as what the vehicle was facing. All right. So I don't know if this vehicle came in and, you know, slammed on its brakes or, you know, when they attempted to uh, tow the vehicle, they picked it up from the back and pulled it out. And I'm not sure if maybe one tire just got stuck and that's how that ended up being there. It's probably what it is. Because you're going to see dirt inside of it. I mean, not dirt. You'll see pebbles and stuff inside of the uh, of the marking, which tells me that that was something that was done slower. I think if it was a faster thing coming to a complete stop, all of this rocks would be blown out of there. Interesting. And this is the angle in which it goes. Yeah, I would have assumed that they came in from this direction and parked it right there, being that it's facing, um, you know, as if you know, if they wouldn't have parked, they would have came uh, out right outside of that gas station based on the direction that the car was facing.
you know, for somebody to get back here, in my opinion, you know, they have to know this area very well. This is somebody familiar with this area. You know, you have to come in and around this gas station to get back here. You know, when I went into this complex, I was looking in the wrong area because, um, I'll show you right here. It goes that way. And um, it goes that direction. The, the main portion of the uh, of the complex, the apartment complex. Watch how I go that way to show you guys. This is the uh, the gas station we were just at. You got to go through there to get to where we were. And this is the uh, the entrance of the complex over here. This is the uh, Colinas at Medical. Right, let me pull up the uh, the video from today that we did. And then I'll show the video again uh, that police are looking at. So this is me and Blue out there earlier today. If you guys haven't seen this video, I recommend going out there and checking it out. I'll just kind of talk about what we were talking about then. You know, we were looking back at this area. And one thing that we had noticed was there was uh, quite a bit of glass out there. That, you know, the last time I was out there, there wasn't that much light. It was kind of over overcast. You know, this morning that when we went out there, there was significantly more light. You can see, you know, where all the glass was was lighting up. So I don't know if the window been broken or, you know, if, if those folks that passed away, if their lives were taken inside of the um, of that vehicle. And if it was, I can see, like, for instance, a, a round hitting a glass or or something hitting the glass and shattering it, maybe not going through it or, or going through it briefly. But if those windows were tinted, that would, you know, obviously mean that it would kind of stay together. And when you open the door and close it, uh, some of it would fall off. But here I have circled quite a bit of the um, of the glass. Oh, there's more glass here as well. It's hard to tell. I think this picture here, you can kind of see it because of the way the, uh, the sun is hitting it. Now, out there to the eye, it was more um, apparent. And so I don't know, maybe perhaps law enforcement had to break something to get into the car if the car was locked. And um, if that ends up being the case, and that means either the keys were inside the car. And if it was dragged out of there, that leads me to believe that it wasn't right. So if these marks here were the tow truck dragging it out, that means the keys weren't in there. Um, if the keys aren't in there, the car had to get there somehow. And I doubt that, you know, if a person commits, you know, takes their own life or a, you know, takes the life of his girlfriend and then himself, you know, the keys don't just get up and walk on their own. Right. So I wonder where those keys are for them to have had to have, you know, pulled it back. Sure. There was some glass here. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's there's a bunch. There's a dog barking. That's why I took the audio out. There was a dog barking in the background. All you heard was that dog bark. But one thing I noticed is how small this area is. All right. Like 
from one location or from the fence to where the apartment complex is, you know, it's not very big. It's the size maybe of a, of, of a big alley, possibly. But it's not very big out there. So you see where that dumpster is? It's taken up about half of the road. So if somebody parked back here or along this fence line and somebody pulled up next to them, you know, there would be a there would be significantly less space between the sidewalk and the fence comparable to the video that we just saw. Let me pull that out real quick. Where you see the truck way out there against the fence. And then you see the car pulling up. Vehicles just put in park. Big guy gets out. As you can see, there's a lot of space there. Like a vehicle could drive around them if they wanted to. In that apartment complex where I was showing the video at, I don't think that that's enough space for somebody to do that. So that makes me believe that this is possibly um, something different. Uh, three suspects. Look at the video again. Uh, Shelly, wh wh where, where are you seeing the third? Help me out. Maybe somebody inside the truck. Is there a passenger in the truck? Wait a minute. Yeah, the the car. If I'm pull up the uh, the original. This is zoomed in. Uh, C uh, CZ says a great car pulled out with any lights on, even though it seems to be dark outside. Yeah, it's definitely dark out here, and it, that's obviously suspicious that they did so. But as they pulled around the corner, they had the lights on. This vehicle, the truck, was kind of creeping to the side here, and this vehicle, the Kia, turns off the lights and then puts on a signal light for them to stop. But as this car leaves, it doesn't turn on the lights. Interesting. And let's watch the um, the bigger version here, or the clearer version that uh, uh, San Antonio Police Department put out on their Facebook. So if you wanted to watch this or, or you know, take this, you know, screenshot or whatever, uh, it's on the San Antonio Police Department Facebook page. So that guy's creeping. See right here, this is where the car is coming around the corner and it has both lights on. I don't see any light coming on from the other side, uh, which leads me to believe that this is just the right signal light and not the emergency hazards. All right. And you can kind of see when he turns the corner here, you can see the front. I think we would have been able to have seen that, you know, something there that would have indicated that was a hazard and not just the signal light. 
which tells me that if somebody's putting on a signal line doesn't know where the hazard signal is, is a, this person that's driving uh, isn't familiar with the car, and the person that is familiar with the car is not conscious at this time to tell the person who's driving where the hazard lights are on are on in this vehicle. Opens the door while the vehicle is still moving. Big guy gets out. Door opens. There's some sort of light that is reflecting off of the uh, off of the door there, coming from back here. That direction. Wonder what it is. Also, what, one thing I failed to mention on that trip, driving from the um, driving from the uh, the apartment complex to uh, where the uh, the bodies were found, there are a lot of traffic cams. The ones that give you tickets too. Now, the person driving this vehicle left the vehicle somewhere, or left the vehicle there at the, behind the convenience store. They had to have left somewhere. The theory was either he he or she walked away from there, or they had a car parked there, and you know they went there because their car was already parked there, and you know they dropped off this car, got in their car, and took off. Or perhaps he met up with this person. They talked about where they're going to meet up, and where they're going to discard the car and the and the bodies. And then he either followed them or he met up with them there and picked up the operator of that vehicle and they left there together. So there's probably three things that happened there. You know, walked, had a car parked there, somebody picked him up. And I think that that somebody could have been this guy in this truck. Know what I mean? Oh, by the way, for the, anybody new here, I'm, I'm an ex-police officer, so I do uh, see some things and 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 are trained in looking at things as well. Just for the new guys here. I know there's been a lot of, not everybody that's, you know, watching this is, has seen our coverage before if, or know who we are. Uh, I myself, an ex-police officer, Big Blues, uh, in the medical field. And so we, we typically weren't going to be, or we weren't going to be a true crime channel, but given our prior professions and our, our interests, um, kind of came along naturally for those that aren't aware. Now that looks like a Chevy. I can see the bow in the back. I can see the Chevy bow. That looks like a Silverado four door. Huh? Yeah, that's a Chevy. That's not a GNC. That's a Chevy truck. I can see the bow tie, the Chevy bow tie right there in the tail light. Now that the vehicle's off and this is a clear image, I can see the clear tail light. I want to say that's probably, I don't know, maybe 08, 2008. Let me see. Maybe even a little bit older. Can I go with 2005? Yep, here it is. I think I found it. That's exactly what it is. All right, let me pull this up on this side.
Oh, it's going to take forever. Give me a sec. Download that image. Let me send it out here real quick. That way I can pull it up on my camera. I mean, on my, on my, on the live real fast. Give me one second. And right here, let me pull this up. All right, and add them here. I'm sick. Here it is. See those tail lights? The orange in the middle. This one has the bow tie in the center there. So this is probably a different model or a different year, but something similar, like uh, very close. Like this could be an 04, this could be an 05, or this is an 06, and this is an 05. Something in that nature where they put the Chevy bow tie in the middle of that... Um, of that trunklet. What do you guys think? Do you guys think that uh, that this is it? I think this is the right truck. It's 2005 Silverado. Looks to me, it looked green in color, not so much black. Watch. Let me pull this back when they were pulling around. I don't know, it could be black, but there are there there is a uh, running boards on the side. It has a tailgate, a hard lid tailgate. It looks like it has either chrome or polished wheels. I appreciate that. Ellie. Thank you. My intention to do. Yeah, I'm probably on the spectrum somewhere when it comes to details. I see things and they, they just stick out to me. Um, and then I get like super focused in on those type of things. So big guy shorts. He's also wearing shorts. I can tell he's wearing shorts and a tank top. Can't can't tell anything else. At, at one point, uh, it looked like his face was kind of dark, like around the around his mouth area. Kind of hard to see here, but when they zoom in, it looks like his face is, is a little dark. I wouldn't be surprised if he has some sort of beard. Uh, this is not a bald individual. Looks like he has hair. On the shorter side, 5'7", five, 5'6", five, about 300 pounds. Maybe 320, given his height and how round he is. <laughs> Heavy drinker. Whoever it was, was woken up. Yeah, they, they weren't. Yeah, this person was woken up and told to meet here. So when they find out who this person is, right, like they find out either one of those people, they're going to be able to track down who called this guy in the morning or if they called each other that morning. And they're going to be able to, like, pin these guys like that. They just got to figure out who he is, 
once they get a name and they can go and get warrants on their cell phones and they can see that this guy called this person in the wee hours and then he took off, especially if he takes his phone, which I'm assuming he is. Right. They take their phone. They're like, hey, I'm here. Oh, I'm here. I'll meet you there. Whatever the case may be. And they're going to get busted really easy. Real easy. That's one way to catch them both. All right. That guy woke up. He had to be woke up by somehow. This dude didn't go knock on his door because why the hell are they meeting out here? This guy called him. It's the only way. That's the only thing that makes sense. Is he wearing gloves? I'm not sure. You know, right now, it's going to zoom in on it. Uh, do a little zoom in. We'll see. Now, I can't tell if he's wearing gloves or not, but you can see right here, like there's a dark part right along his face, right where there's the uh, the wife. I call it a wife beater, but the uh, uh, the white tank top. It's dark right here. That kind of tells me that that's that's a beard. This guy's a bearded guy. Not heavily bearded, but has a beard. I think he has something under his arm. It's super dark right there under his arm. Now it could be just a shadow from his, his shirt. Person gets up, but doesn't get out. What do you think they're doing there? Why do you think he gets up but doesn't get out? No, what we do know is that she was in the front seat and he was in the back seat. Is he showing, you know, what he did? But he's doing something. He's showing him something because he's getting out. This guy's looking down in there. Then he gets back in. Like, there's no point in him getting up and down like that unless he's showing him something. And if he's showing him something, that's probably uh, the bodies, which means that the, the victims are already deceased by this time. Right. And this is before they get to that spot, which like we already uh, indicated that that spot in that area is really close and condensed in. Leading me to believe that more than likely, if something happened there, it would have you know, it would have rang out. It would have been heard. I don't know about this whole, you know, tortured stuff because that would have had to have taken place somewhere. And on all honesty, I think that this person just, um, I don't know what happened or what caused this, but behind the right ear is where they were shot, single gunshot on each one of them. From what I understand, from what I saw on the, on the internet, on the news here in San Antonio, let me pull that up. So this was here in San Antonio earlier from CBS. Soto in the front seat, Guerrero in the back seat, both shot behind the right here. Now that rules out, you know, self-inflicted. I mean, how can you do that to your right ear? Like it's, it's difficult. You can't do that to yourself. Now the press conference, they were, they, they're still having ruled out suicide. So that tells me that possibly the gun is still there, right? Because if the gun ain't there, Unless the window was broken, right? Let's just say that the window was broken when they arrived on scene. Then somebody could have easily, you know, gone in there and taken the gun while the bodies were there and then left, right? So that's an explanation as to why it wasn't there. But if the car was locked, uh, there's no keys and the window isn't shattered, which I haven't heard anybody say that it was. 
Um, why would the gun be missing? You know what I mean? Doesn't make any sense. Plus the location. Like that's hard to get your arm back there like that. Like there are easier ways to do it. In my opinion. You know. Matt has short hair. That was a girl that got out of that car. It did kind of look female-ish. The height there wasn't there either. You know what? Let's go back to that. Good observation. Let's go back to that video real quick. How tall is the person that's getting out of that white car? I mean, out of the gray car. So we already know that this person here is on the shorter end. I can tell he's on the shorter end. This doesn't look like a lifted truck or anything. And it's a 2000, like five model, 2008 model, uh, which those Will Silverados weren't you know, high or tall, you know, those things didn't start happening uh, with the bigger bulky trucks until like 15, 16. So this is a smaller truck. You can tell, you know, his stature versus the vehicle here. He's shorter as well. Now, how does this person that comes out of the car match up to his height? Even shorter, unless this person's not all the way out possible you know why they got out i think i know why he got out he got out to get something out of his back pocket that's why he stepped out pulled it out gave it to him maybe even if it was a gun you know or something tucked in his back he got out and gave him something out of behind him let's watch that again this person gets out turns to the side they're getting something out behind him And then sits back in. Now, maybe it's a phone. Maybe it's maybe it's the weapon. It, he walks away with what appears to be something in his hand and he throws it right there. Let me rewind that. You're going to see him toss something into the truck. It's something big, too. Like that. Uh, that's not his hand. You know, if that was his hand, his hand would be the size of of his chest. So that's not his hand. What is that? What is that? What did he throw in it? Could it be a bag of money? Possibly. I, that does look like a bag of money size. I mean, it could be the size of a bag of money. There was a lot of pictures where Matthew had like stacks of, of, of cash in a lot of pictures that he was possessing or holding. Yeah. Could this be like a robbery gone wrong? You know, um, they know that this person has a bunch of cash. He's flaunting it, cash and drugs. So they targeted him for that. Quite possible. Quite possible. Could be the gun in a bag. I don't know what it is, but there's something. There was something that was given to him. And I think something in there was also in that person's back pocket or seat or behind them that they had to get out and retrieve it and get back in. There's something there. And then big guy gets in and they leave. Right. Do you do I think that they passed or at different times? 
Maybe. I mean, one of the things that I thought was because the rumor is that um, she had on or she had the car seat in front of her. Right. So Regina says, do you think that they died at different times? A shot behind the right ear signature or maybe both were in the driver's seat at one point and shot from the back seat. I don't know if one of them was in the in the front seat while, you know, the other one was in the back seat. Um, if one of them was in the front seat and they shot them or they shot both of them while they were driving or in that front seat, there's probably going to be a lot of blood splatter and stuff like that up against the windshield and all along this area. I don't really see somebody like moving the bodies around and then sitting back in there. It's, 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 I mean, it's it's weird, but I guess it's possible. Um, KDK became a new member. So what I'm thinking about is I think that one of them was driving at one point. And one of them was in the back passenger seat, right? And, um, or maybe perhaps somebody else was driving. If there was two people in here, you have one person driving, one person in the back passenger seat. So if somebody's getting in the back passenger seat, let's just say Soto's in the front passenger seat and Guerrero's in the back driver's seat. And if the, um, if the car seat is on one on either side, and these are two you know men that are in the back there, that car seat's going to have to go somewhere else. So I can see them, her grabbing the car seat and sitting up in the front, holding the car seat uh, at, you know, against their will, obviously. And the guy in the back, I don't know. I mean, he has the opportunity to get the person in the front seat. And he also has the opportunity to get the person in the right seat or next to him there. I mean, it's not impossible. But for both of them to be there, it sounds like they were probably both um, – execution style in the same place facing the same direction you know there was a a case in in california not too long ago that was cartel related where four individuals passed away and they were killed execution style shot so that does sound kind of like uh stuff that i've heard or we've heard or seen before when it comes to uh, those type of criminal crimes i'll say uh thank you kate k for becoming the newest member we appreciate that Grabs a towel, grabs a weapon, and then gets back in. Yeah, it's it's quite possible. Can you compare this video to others related in this case? Which other ones in the case? What other videos? I, I've, I've put up a, a quite a few. Uh, yesterday, we were looking at different scenarios, some folks that were putting out different things as well. But I want to know which complex this is. If you guys, if anybody's watching this in San Antonio and you, and this looks familiar that, you know, you've been to an apartment complex where the meters are out there right where you park, you know, that's not something that's common in my opinion. This isn't a common thing. If you've seen that, let me know which apartment complex it is and where it's at. I'd head out there and go check it out. It could very well be another part of that one complex where the bodies were found and I just didn't drive by there. It was a pretty big complex, but when I looked at the video, the electrical meters were on the buildings themselves, not really off to the side. And this is a different color than what the houses were and or, um, you know, the what is it called? Like, for instance, like the the accents, none of them were this color. And when I looked at uh, that apartment complex, it was recently remodeled and you had a lot of color coordination there. And so the fence obviously hadn't been redone yet, but you know, stuff to the uh, the apartment complex had. 
So I, I, I don't know if it's the same one. Could be. I mean, the parking lot is just as rough, but I tend to think it may not be. Wait a minute. Oh, somebody else is in that truck. Check out right here in that door. Something, unless he, no, I would have seen it toss. Something falls right here. Look at that. Look inside the truck. Keep your eye on the truck. Yeah, yeah. Somebody handed him something. What did they hand him? And he's giving it to the driver. Somebody handed him something. Watch this. There's nothing in that door, nothing in that door where he, where uh, the Silverado, nothing in the Silverado door. Let me go back a little bit further. I don't think I'm going far. So he's coming out and that whatever this is, this little white uh, object that's in the door, it's already there, I think. Watch him get out and then it just, it's there. It's there. He goes and talks to the seat or the person driving the Optima. And when he turns around to walk, there it is. Something is handed to him from inside of that truck. A towel, maybe, maybe. Let me zoom in. Let me pull back the, uh, well, I'm not sure if this. The only problem with zooming in is that it does disrupt the quality of the video. All right. So he's getting out. See, the white thing kind of almost appears there, just kind of pops there. It's not there, and then it pops there. See, it's not there, but you know what? His 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 backside might be covering it. I think that's what it is. You can't see it because his backside is covering it, and then it's there. I don't know. Let me um let me pull in the zoomed in one that I have that I made. All right, so this is zoomed in. Here comes the uh the Optima. Big guy is getting out. Something white, whatever that is, is right there. Boom. Somebody put something there. I think it's a bag. 
And I think he's putting things in the bag. I think maybe perhaps something fell down behind him. Maybe he's got money or, or drugs and it falls and he gets up and this guy bends down to pick it up, whatever falls out. Then he goes and sits back down. Got stuff in the bag, throws the bag in and takes off. Mafia hit, maybe. I'm telling you, sometimes you just really don't want to be around the wrong person. But yeah, look at this. You can tell that this is a Chevy, like Silverado truck here. It shouldn't be too hard to to figure out who this big guy is that drives a Chevy Silverado. He's a big dude that's short. In San Antonio, so there could be quite a few of those <laughs> uh, big guys that are short in in a Chevy Silverado truck. I should have became a detective, huh? Kind of wanted to, but then career change took me elsewhere. <laughs> Owned a couple of businesses, things like that. So big guy gets out. The car was it's there. Now, this guy's asleep, right? That's my opinion. This guy was asleep. That's why he's wearing shorts and a, and a tank top on, on in December at night, right? We have to remember what day it is, what time of year it is, what's the weather like on this night? You know, this was what, December 23rd, I believe, uh, the 22nd when they went missing. Uh, let me see. What was um, December 22nd, San Antonio forecast, 2023? I want to see if I can figure out, you know, there were, it was showers that day. Um, a few light showers. Uh, what was the temperature? I know it was kind of cold because we're getting a little cold front. That's why it had been raining. So this guy's out there, middle of the night, cold outside, December, December evening in shorts and a tank top. Who, who do you really think is handing him something in his vehicle? I mean, is it possible this guy went and took off, picked up another person, you know, one of his gang friends or whatever, and then they showed up here? Maybe. Do you know who I think it is? It's probably this dude's girlfriend. Looks like a white towel. It could be. I mean, I don't know what it is, to be honest with you. Could be a bag. I, well, the thing is, when he hands it to this guy, that guy gets up. So that tells me he had to get something probably out of his pocket or maybe something fell. So I know that there is at least three people that were involved in this. We can we can confidently say at least three individuals were involved in this. 
person driving the Optima, the Optima and the two people occupying the truck. Part of me thinks or thought that was a reflection, you know, that whatever that is inside the door until, you know, the person in the truck. Oh, no. Yeah. And then it's gone. After he hands that bag or whatever it is, that reflection or whatever it was is gone. It's not there no more. Watch. It's there. There's this white dot right here, right in the center. This was a brief conversation. It wasn't very long. So I'm assuming they already had their conversation about what had happened or what was going to happen prior, probably on the way to meeting up here. Hmm. It's got some long shorts. They go all the way down to his, like underneath his calf. I think they have some kind of design on the outside leg. Look like a couple of stripes going down right there. Huh. Yeah, I wish we could see that dang license plate. Make things so much easier. His PJs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are definitely his PJs. That truck is expensive, so drugs are involved. I mean, it, it, it was at one time. I mean, I don't know about now. If you know, you go out there and buy a 2008, 2005, seven Silverado, how much those things are going to cost. But um, the fact that, so according to Grizzly Hood News, uh, they had somebody out there at the um, at the apartment complex. Apparently, the dad of Matthew went and kicked the door down. And took drugs, money, and guns out of the house. Now, was that in efforts to protect his son? Because you know, um, he thought that because he was on probation, if the cops showed up, that they're going to come, you know, and, and arrest him. Maybe. But how would he know that his son was in trouble? You know what I'm saying? Like, how does he know to go and protect him at that moment? Unless his son told him something. So that's that's the one thing that that really bothers me about this. Mm. He eats good. Yeah. Matthew's brother went live a few days ago and said his little bro had a lot of enemies in San Antonio. You know, yeah, maybe they'll recognize this guy from his size. Yeah, 100%. Um, there was this one guy uh, we, that I saw today on the Savannah Soto. I think it was Savannah Soto's page where uh, this guy had made some comment that he was pretty much happy that the dude, and he was talking about Matthew, not so much you know, a female, but that the Matthew was 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 gone deceased and then there was another lady who was talking about back in october she was going to get in a fight with miss soto at a uh like a nail salon or something like that and because she was pregnant at the time she decided to, to leave it alone and, and, and not do anything about it uh, another thing that we found out also is that neighbors heard screaming for help the night of the incident and nobody called police at any point at any time was 911 called so that tells me either 
you know, this was a, you know, occurrence that was common. You know, they were hearing this person yell repeatedly. I mean, the guy was on probation for assaulting her. And apparently there was an argument earlier that night. And then, you know, they go missing, which is one of the reasons why he became so suspicious when she went missing. Everybody thought that he ended up doing something and that he was on the run. End up not being the situation. You missed a lot of your sayings last night. Angel D, not as fun when you're not here. Yeah, 100%. Let's see. Reflections are from the streetlight and his truck. Yeah, that could be. That could be it. Um, Yeah, I thought this was a reflection as well, but it doesn't come back. Like the light doesn't change its position. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think the the, the lights are moving. You know, they're going to be in the same position. The truck isn't moving. You know, he just goes back, gets that, and then it's gone. I think I know what it is. I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure I know what it is, but I think I know what we're seeing. I think this bag is laid out. I think that's the top of the bag, and it's laid out this way. Uh, towards the uh, passenger, and when he grabs it, it's it all comes out with him because it's not there anymore. Right here, it's it's completely gone, and he's over here in the position that he was. You know, the door hasn't moved; neither door has moved. So, if it was a reflection, it should still show up here. It never comes back. I wish I could see what's reflecting here. So this right here is his door, right? Uh, the, for the for the Kia. Watch as this big guy walks in front of the door. Does the window look? shattered or broke i mean let me know what you guys think he's walking right there now nah, it's together i can see the tent i think don't look like it's shattered at first it kind of did it looked like it got dark and then light as if there was like a hole but i think right here i think that glass is, is, is connected it's it's solid Why well, take the life of Savannah and the baby? I mean, that's that's hard, you know. I have no idea why they would do that. Uh, I'm assuming that maybe, perhaps, you know, the rumors are out there that he was tortured. You know, that, that could be one of the torture um, aspects of what he went through was seeing, you know, his baby mama and his his son perish. Yeah, that's hard, you know, but. In my opinion, this is something that's personal. And I think that if they can get to his phone, I don't know if they have it or not. I'm fairly positive there's going to be some sort of evidence on that phone that leads back to these guys. They just need to get it. 
Um, that is true. That is true. The guy did touch the door. Didn't clean the door. Let's see. Yeah, he's touching all over the door. If he has a record, it should pop up. If he doesn't have a record and they're doing shit like this, they're young. They're real young. I mean, he was kind of young. He was 22. You know what I mean? So, you know, he had a record already there. Um, you know, to be to do something like this or be involved in this extent of crime, you've you're, you're up there. And I would assume that. You know, if you're doing these type of crimes, you've done other crimes that have gotten you in trouble where you've been fingerprinted. Right. And. If he's not coming up in CODIS, that means he's never been arrested or or has been convicted or any of those things of a crime that leads me to believe whoever this is, is probably anywhere between the ages of like 17 to um, maybe 22. Somebody young. Know what I mean? A lot that you can break down here. I'm going to keep looking at this. I want to find out where this is at. I need to know where this is at so that I can see the proper like route, because I think that there's a good chance that uh, these individuals went from here to where the bodies were, were located, where the car was found. I want to know how far it was, which direction it was in, which direction they had to leave, what direction that this vehicle is traveling in from the left, what direction this vehicle is traveling from the right. You know, is there an entrance right here? Is there an exit back here? If there is, where does that lead? Where does this lead? That'll, that'll tell us a lot of things. You know, I'm also going to probably do, if I can find this apartment complex where this is at, I'll do a route from Soto's apartment, the Valencia, to this apartment complex, and then from this apartment complex back to where the car was found. That way we get a full picture of exactly what is going on here. Now, for those that are just joining, I am me, myself and Blue. We were out here earlier. We are from San Antonio. Uh, we're looking over this case. Uh, for those that aren't aware of who we are or new to the channel, we've talked a little bit of true crime before in the past. Our, one of the bigger cases that we've talked about was the Brian Koberger case out in Idaho, um, where I've talked with victims, family members, law enforcement, uh, some people on the defense, some people on the prosecution have contacted me as well. So, you know, we do a pretty good job of getting well-rounded information uh, for for that case. We're local to San Antonio, so obviously we're going to come out here and talk about this case as well. Big Blue is currently in the medical field. I myself am no longer in law enforcement, but at one point was. Uh, and I now do other things. Let's try to figure out where this place is at. They're probably in Mexico by now. That's possible. I mean, it's not that hard to find out either. Like, so. I found it. Did you? Yes. 
Give, yeah, give me a second. I got some breaking news. I'm going to mute this. I actually have, we actually found this apartment complex. What's the name of the complex? This is an apartment complex. All right. So apparently it, it, it appears that it is in here. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's exit this view. All right, so here's where they're saying that ah, uh, maybe right here. This is bigger. Okay, okay. Did they plan to meet here? Is this where they're saying? So you have this carport right here. And then let me um let me pull this up. Gotta close a few things. Give me a sec. I'm not sure where it went. All right, um, let me pull up my Google Earth. Give me a sec, guys. I apologize. Wish I had this up a little bit earlier. And that was my wife, by the way, that came in running saying she found it. Good job. Give me a sec. I'm trying to get this to link up together. But I'm having a little bit of difficulty. My computer sometimes is, works. There it is. And sometimes it don't. All right. I just want to pull up everything at the same time so we can see this together. Here it is. So you have this carport right here. You have this electrical box a few spaces down. And you also have a sidewalk here and a sidewalk there. Not seeing any sidewalks. All right, what do we see here? In fact, let me pull up my video. All right. Oh man, I can't even get in there. I wanted to go right. I'm going to go out here. To, I'm going to go check guys. I'm going to go out there and see if I can find. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is that it? Is that the, the meters? Is that the meter? 
So here's your meter here. Looks about six car spots away. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, about nine. That does look like it could be, but look, there's a sidewalk right here. And there's another sidewalk and another sidewalk. I'm not seeing that there. There's not, it's connected here. And it sucks because this is like the furthest. You know, you can get to this side here. Now, what else do we have here? We have a big tree right here. There's a big tree right there and one right here. See, I mean, all right, and then I don't know if this is a two story house. I don't know if that's a two story house. It'd have to be a two story house for it to be the same vehicle or the same area. Does does look similar ish. And see, does the road get narrow over here? Because when I went back here, it didn't look like anything would fit there. Uh, right here, it's thinner. Right here, it's way wider. Yeah. It could definitely be there. I'm going to go back out there and look at this now. Uh, you have two, two electrical poles right there. And I... Think that reflection is a sign. You have one electrical pole there. Is that the truck they got picked up by? Oh, that's Big Blue. Uh, no, Big Blue, that's not the truck that they got picked up by. Unless you're talking about something different. So I have one electrical pole. And I have a couple of sidewalks here that aren't showing up. And I don't see, unless that's, that does look like the electrical meter, but that looks pretty far away from that carport. And where is this camera coming from? Let me pull it back up. Hmm. Hmm. 
I'm going back out there. It had to be like right here facing this direction. I don't know, maybe they had some problems in the past. But what that tells me, if this is the area, if this ends up being the spot, uh, then this person probably was traveling this direction uh, instead of. So when I when I drove out here. When I drove here, the fastest way to get to this area from Soto's apartment would be coming up this road here and, you know, coming up from the if you're looking at the complex from the right side. But for this car to be there, they would have had to have turned down this street. Now, obviously, they still could have, you know, completely passed, you know, this turn in and come in through here. Right. And then um, they go over here and, and park the vehicle. Or they were coming in from this direction. Completely opposite side, going back towards here. And then pulled into here. Now, if they pulled into here, over here, there's no cameras. There's cameras over here. So if we don't see anybody exiting this direction or this direction here off of the cameras that are at this convenience store, that leads me to believe that definitely these people are aware of this place. They've canvassed this place. They know that there's cameras here and that and they took off in this direction purposefully and entered in this direction to avoid that camera. Also, if they're coming in from this direction, that could be why well, it could be why they're coming in from this direction up. Let me remove this. I'm sorry. I realized it was still there. Uh, this if they were coming off of um, Danny K from the left side going up that that way, uh, you know, and turning in. Maybe perhaps they're traveling from that direction because they're aware that there are cameras that are facing out towards the street and that they would be captured on that camera. Now. I would assume that these folks probably haven't been here in a while uh, if they weren't aware of a camera that was back here. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if the person or one of these persons at one point either resided here. At this apartment complex had somebody or, or knew somebody very close that resided here. To know to come around in this direction, to not be caught by the cameras. And especially if there's not anybody coming out of here, if nobody's driving out right here where the car was found in this direction. That, you know, in order. All right, let's just say that this is the uh, this is where they're at. The truck continues this direction. I'm assuming that it's probably going to turn here, come around, turn up. Turn back down and then come pick up this person that dropped the vehicle off. Now it'd be odd to do a U-turn and then to come back this way all the way around. That, that wouldn't make any sense unless you were aware there were these cameras right here. Now I'm going to try to get to this area. Why, why can't I get, why can't I see this? I hope it's not gated. Let's see. Yeah, it's gated. All right, so that's why I can't get in there. I'm going to have to wait a while. Right here. 
it's open now. What what is this place called? Rockwell or Ro Grosswell Village. Good deal. Hmm. I'm going to look at a couple of comments and then I'll be calling it a show. Uh, some questions as well. Uh, it's an apartment building. There is a parking lot. Yeah. Someone else in the truck, they pass a white towel to him. Yeah. Maybe nervous was using the blinker. Probably. JLR gave us a tour. JLR's out here? I know there's an Eagle Pass, but I don't, I don't know if he was out here. I don't think that is it. Looks like a parking lot on the other side of the fence. Maybe. I mean, it looked like to me that on the other side of the fence, there was a house there, but I wasn't sure if it was a two-story or not. Uh, I, I do think that the person is heavy set. I wouldn't, I don't know what race they are. Uh, I wonder if an apartment's had a ring camera or drove on. It's possible. I mean, th these camera, these, uh, these apartment complexes appear to have been remodeled recently. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were uh, brought up tech, tech wise. And they found the other dead people in SA. What other, what other dead people are you talking about, Marcus? Farther back, back than that, further back than that. Um, no way I would have drove there. Yeah, it's a weird place to drive there. And obviously they decided to meet there. If that's the place that they met there, you know, the person that's driving that car is familiar with that area. At least that person is. I mean, there's still the possibility that both people are or all three of them are familiar with that area. But I'm um, I'm assuming that one of them is, and one of them told them to go and park back there. My guess is where they know where all the cameras are. Yeah, maybe so. Is it a, is it a mailbox camera? It could be. Were there any any shot activations around there that night? I don't think anybody reported any shootings in the area. There are window cams you can't see to. Uh, there's a guy in the dark in the far left. Can't tell. Can't tell what he's doing. He's wearing white or he's fighting someone. He's in the far left. All right, let me rewind this. Let me, let me pull this back up. So back here. There's somebody. Let's let's take a look. I I, I was tunnel visioning over here, so there's a possibility. I mean, that looks like a dumpster over there. Yeah, this isn't a parking lot. There's a house right there. There's two light posts. So I should be able to find this. If this is in that area, I should be able to find this pretty easily. I don't see anybody back here fighting in the far left.
don't know. Wow, Big Blue sent me something. Let me see what this is. So this is a vigil that Blue sent me. Let me pull this up. That the family was doing. You know, people that commit crimes like this, you know, some of them like to pass by and or go to the vigils, go to these type of things. Obviously, we can't tell if anybody here is one of them, but I'm wondering if there's a vehicle that passes in the back. So this is Soto's family. <laughs> this happened about over an hour ago. I'm going to unmute so we can hear what they're saying. Oh, yeah, Steve. Steve's in the house. True Crime Web. It's uh, slated fence and forked tree. Have a lot of identifying features. Yeah, 100%. StreamYard's weird. Sometimes it doesn't pull things up. Really? Micro Kimmy coming in saying, I lived in the complex right across from there. Interesting. I'm probably going to go back out there, guys, and just walk the neighborhood and and walk and just kind of see if there's anything that I see. I'm a, I don't know about that music. It could get me copywritten, so I'm going to take that off real quick. It's just so sad. You know, no, regardless of what people are doing in their personal lives, like this little this girl and, and her baby didn't deserve this. You know, I feel really bad for her. You know, my oldest daughter is almost her age. And um, it's, it's, it's sad, you know what I'm saying? Like this little girl and, and the baby had a whole life ahead of her. You know, this family, they lost their, their 15 year old son last year. You know, he had uh, apparently had something to do with THC cartridges. I do fully expect there to be an arrest soon, though. Um, this sounds personal. This sounds like somebody had a vendetta against probably the the boyfriend. Um, seems like a lot of people, you know, had some issues with him on on social media that I've been able to find, and I, I think a lot of it had to do with money and drugs and stuff like that. Who released the footage that was going to be the San Antonio Police Department? Mm. 
The San Antonio, yes, they do. And in that area as well, they do have stoplight cameras. Big Blue's gotten a few citations there. I'd also look at the footage a few days ahead to see if there's any planning driving circling. Uh, yes, I'd also look at the at the days following. You know, somebody who committed this crime knew that obviously that their bodies where they were at and that they were deceased in the car. You know, hadn't heard anything. People were looking for him. So I wouldn't be surprised if that person passed by a couple of times as well. The person that committed this crime. So they could be on the camera as well. But also beforehand. True story. Hey, can somebody drop the membership link? I'd appreciate that. Um, is that truck a four-door? It looks like it is four-door. I can't tell if it's like a uh, extended cab or a super cab, though. You know, those those things are it's kind of difficult. A white towel or cloth is handed out. It could be. I I I think it's a bag, like a white bag. And and they're putting something in there. And I think one of the things that they're putting in there, and it could be the weapon, to be honest with you. It very much well could be the weapon. And the, the guy or girl, I don't know, you know, the gender of the person that's operating that that vehicle gets up out of the seat before and, and briefly gets up out of the seat and then gets back in. Right. Doesn't fully kind of get out of the car. You know, is it possible that they had the weapon behind them or, or tucked behind their back or something like that? You know, got up, you know, handed the weapon over. They put it in a bag and, and off they go. But I don't know. I wouldn't be throwing a loaded weapon into my truck, you know, to somebody in the passenger seat just like that. Just hand it to them. <laughs> you know, the person grabs, the, you know, especially if it's in a bag, you can't see where the, the you know, the trigger or any of those things are. You grab it the wrong way. That shit's going to go off. Right. So I don't know. Uh, it's hard to watch these families go through this horrible, horrific time right now in their lives. I couldn't imagine you doing this. Fighting on the left, I see it. Oh, I need to go back and relook. Here, here's our our link, I believe. Oh, it's a janky link. <laughs> the big guy stands out like a sore thumb. Yeah, he sure does. Thank you, Jordan, for becoming our newest member. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. They were supposed to be celebrating birth and then this pray for the family. You know, the hardest part about this is like going back to their apartment complex. I'm sure they had a nursery up, things like that. Yeah, that's probably very difficult. Well, I know I know personally, I uh, and just get a little bit personal with my information. My oldest daughter was a stillborn and, um, you know, she passed away 17 years ago now. And, um, you know, taking down her nursery was one of the hardest things. Yeah. I couldn't imagine what these guys are going through. I would think so. I mean, you got a guy in a Silverado, big dude. I mean, those two things should automatically kind of tell you like, hey, there's really short, big guy in the Silverado over here or in this truck. Well, just keep an eye on him. There's nothing wrong with reporting that in like, hey, you know, um, and if you if you feel uncomfortable reporting it to the police department, like let's just say you think that there is a, um, 
um, you know, this is gang related. You're in San Antonio. You don't want to really get involved. You can send it out to us. Send it out to me at drunkturkeyshow at gmail.com. I'll make sure it gets to the right authorities. And you don't have to worry about putting your name out there. Nobody has to find out that you said something or anything like that. You know, we'll help. And, um, you know, like I said, I know some folks don't like talking to police, you know, especially if they're involved in criminal activity themselves. And, you know, I'm not an officer. I've been one for a very long time. If you feel more comfortable, you know, sending something to me that's on a burner email that can't be traced. I'm not going to go look up an IP number or anything like that. You want to give your name, just say, hey, uh, tell police to look into this guy. Now, maybe if you can add a Facebook link or something to that, that'd be great. But uh, yeah, I'll definitely like, make sure that it gets to the right authorities again. And I'll put it at the bottom. It's drunkturkeyshow at gmail.com. Any news on the baby? The baby was deceased. There's three victims and the baby was considered a unborn victim. So I'm assuming uh, that the uh, baby was still in the womb when, the, when they found the bodies. Thing above the, he above the uh, headlight looks like a reflection of a light in the door. Maybe it could be. How would you take someone out, a mother to be? Yeah. Callous, callous people. Whoever did this. What is the tag on the truck? I can't see it. I can't tell what the LP is, but I can tell you that the uh, on the back of the uh, tailgate, it does look like a Chevy bow uh, from a Chevy Silverado. I will say that the uh, I looked up an 08. Or was it 05? One of those two. And, and, and the, the taillights look very similar. The bow wasn't in the middle. So I'm assuming that bow was probably for a, a specific year. So we'll be able to find out what year that is that Silverado put the Chevy bow smack center on the tailgate during that generation of Silverados. You know, by the time I see you guys tomorrow, uh, when we do another show, I should have it. And I'll let you guys know exactly what year I think it is, uh, what model and stuff like that. crazy watching. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't expecting something like this to happen in my own city. Um, I mean, although, you know, San Antonio is huge. There's some crazy stuff that happens all the time. I just never thought I'd cover something that was going to be, you know, viral in my own city like this. And, you know, and a lot of the reason is because honestly, I don't really watch the news or anything like that. So I'm not in like the know when it comes to local stuff. Sometimes um, people were telling me about this for a couple of days. Like, have you heard about the missing pregnant person in San Antonio? And I was like, you know, no. And then I, I looked into it right before they found um, they found the vehicle. And one of the reasons I didn't want to look into it up until that point was because it became apparent to me uh, that one of the causes for this to have occurred seems like there was some kind of involvement of like, drugs or, or illegal crimes from the boyfriend at the very least. And I didn't want to like victim shame or say, hey, you know, this person, you know, did this because they were involved with these type of people or anything like that. Um, but then you find out that there's the possibility of torture, you know, people screaming help and things like that. And, 
you know, you got to put all that stuff that, you know, they may have done, you know, in the past and realize that, you know, somebody that, you know, you also have to realize that just because somebody's committed a crime in the past doesn't mean that they can't be a victim in the future. And I think that may have been what happened here. Even, even if his activities um, were criminal in nature or, or whatnot, um, and, you know, nobody deserves to go out like this. No one. Oh, man, I just jumped the chat. I'm going to have to scroll up. My bad. Sorry to hear that, Josie. I lost a son. Miscarried him. My daughter was uh, 33 weeks along. Sure thing comes in with becoming the new uh, newest YouTube member. Thank you for joining the crew. We appreciate you. Yeah, extra murder charge. In fact, they're going with capital murder on this case. One of the uh, the way you get capital murder in Texas is you have to have one multiple victims, which they do. They came up with three, and another is to have a victim under the age of ten is considered a capital murder in the state of Texas, which is um, where you can get uh, the death penalty. So. Whenever they find this person out, they're already charging them with capital murder. That tells me that they're planning on going with the death penalty on this person. Hmm. There's so much attention on this case, and there must be people who know exactly what happened. Maybe someone will break soon. Yeah. And if you're scared to come out, and I don't mean that scared, like, you know, I'm not demeanoring anybody or put belittling anyone by saying that. I understand, you know, things happen to people who talk sometimes and you don't want to go to the police department. You don't want to be seen there. Email us. Give us a name. I'll make sure it gets to the right, you know, right place. I'll get to the right place and nobody needs to know who you are. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, once they figure out who this person is, once they get a name on the guy, let's just say um, this guy's name is Jose. Right. And uh, somebody says, hey, you know, his name's Jose. Uh, Martinez. And, um, here's his Facebook or whatever. Right. And I go and tell police, Hey, you might want to look at this guy. They're going to be able to figure out if he committed this crime or not by working it backwards. So what do we know? We know that at a specific time that that vehicle left to go meet up with this vehicle and there was an exchange of something. Well, if this person, if that guy lives like in a neighborhood, there could be, and should be cameras around that neighborhood, whether they're um, from ring cameras from the uh, the neighbors or their street cameras uh, on the major streets around there. You're going to see his vehicle leave that area at a specific time before uh, this crime happened. right? And if you end up seeing that and you can see that this person's on the road during that time, then you can go get a warrant for their phone locations and where they were at. And if you can end up tying this person down to that area, then you can get their warrants for their um, their entire phone and see who called them at that time. And at that point, then you can connect the person that made them meet up and whoever they met. And you got all three of your guys there. It, it's not very difficult once you have the name. They just need to come up with the name. They can work it backwards. There will be evidence there that proves that this person left at this time or phone calls or phone numbers or or, you know, there's something there's going to be something there. The, the problem is or the hard part is locating somebody. And like I said, you know, when you have possible witnesses here are going to be probably folks that are involved in criminal activity, um, they may not come forward and tell who this person is. So that's the, that's going to be the biggest hurdle is finding out the name first and foremost. Uh, 
once they can do that, I think that this case is going to be solved fairly quickly and fairly easily. That's just heartbreaking. I agree. I need to move my. There it is. I have my camera right in front of where my my chat is and it blocks all the time. So I moved it around. All right, let me go back here. Of course, of course. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have keratoconus, um, which is basically, uh, long story short, the um, the cone in my eye, especially in my right eye, is going to continue to cone out until I eventually go blind. And um, one of the uh, side effects is like sensitivity to light. I have a few lights on me, so. Uh, that's the reason why I tend to wear um, sunglasses most of the time. President of a biker club on screen. Yeah. See Vanderhoof. Thanks, Dan, for being a voice for these young guys. Of course. Who's the biker club? Maybe their rivals need investigating. Has been at what's already been shared. We would have given anything to meet this family under different circumstances, but we're meeting them in the midst of their tragedy. And in the midst of their tragedy is when they've seen so many people wrap their arms around yeah. them and say, we care and we're here. Again, the death of anyone is horrific, especially a baby. And those are the circumstances that some of us just can't seem to wrap our brain around. And when these moments get. You know, I'm not sure that anybody, especially here, is defending him. But at the end of the day, you know, his life was taken unjustly, and um, and her life was taken. And and at the very least, the the baby was the most innocent in this, and deserves the justice that's that's out there. You know, I don't know if anybody's like you know defending the guy as far as his actions that he's taken in the past. Yeah, San Antonio has some crazy stuff. Imagine knowing about this and not telling authorities. You know, unfortunately, that's more common than than what most people would have known. Like, like, um, hold on, I'm gonna pull this out because I it got it froze on me and I can't get it to. Um, it's in my ear right now. I'm gonna come in here and um, shut it down real quick. Give me a sec. Oh, man, I can't even tell which one it is. All right. Oh, well. So, yeah, this is um, we're going to be doing this again. We're going to be coming out tomorrow and we're going to talk more about this case. Uh, I figured it out. I was able to mute it. It was bothering me that uh, I couldn't stop it. My my computer froze and I could I was talking over him. I know I muted it for you guys. So you guys can hear and you can hear me talking over him. But it was it was muted there for me. I mean, it was on for me. All right. Let me see the patch on here. Of the children, I can't tell.
is the founder Armando, it's his servant, Emmanuel. You know, this could be like, there are some biker clubs that, you know, are, are out there that are not necessarily like that or whatever. You know, some of them are um, police officers, police officer bikers that are out there that hang out together. They don't do anything illegal. Uh, some that are ex-military. You know, the, the flag there. And I think the other guy had something on him that kind of told me maybe prior. Well, it's American flag. You know what? Let me just, let's hear what they say, who it is. So these are religious bikers. I could, you can see right here, it says Emmanuel on his, on his chest and it says ministry on the bottom. These are religious bikers, uh, nothing related to what happened. God is in control, no matter what, even in the circumstances and the situation, no matter what. Thank you, Camilla. Cool. There's so many people going through so many things right now, but I believe with all my heart, you know, the Lord uses circumstances like this to show us so the community can come better together. Amen. This is something that we definitely need to embrace right here as a community of San Antonio, a family, men and women and children and young adults coming together, representing one thing, representing God and each other, helping each other out, just like my brother just shared right now. I could go on and on and say so many things, but I could tell you this right now that, you know, my faith in God and believing that God sent his only begotten son, Jesus, to come to this earth to die for us. There's a purpose and a reason behind it. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't look too much into the uh, the biker, you know, angle. Uh, it definitely does appear that the um, that these were religious bikers out there to talk, uh, you know, on behalf of the family and, and because of the somber moment. Um, I want to thank all the new members. I want to thank, oh, we also had Afton Forehead gifting a Drunk Turkey membership. If you're not a member already, I highly recommend that you go and encourage you to go become a member. We do member lives. I think we're going to be doing another one this weekend and we'll be giving some stuff away. Last time we gave away a koozie, which should be out probably in the next couple of days to, to Heather. One of our mods ended up winning that. Um, but you know, if you don't have your gifts on, go and get those gifts on that way you can take some of these uh, gift memberships as well. But, um, you know, what I'm going to do, um, now is we're going to, 
call it a show. And then tomorrow we'll be back. We're going to be talking more about this case. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about the Idaho case. They have, uh, they have demolished the house already. Uh, I'm going to try to get a comment from Christy Gonzalez on what she thinks about it. I mean, I already know what she thinks about the house being destroyed. Uh, but now that it is, kind of get her get a comment from her on it and we'll go forward from there. You know, thank you, Jay, for, for joining. We appreciate you. Yeah, I hope they find these guys. If there's any breaking news, I'll come back on. If not, I'll see you guys tomorrow night. That being said, I'm out, man. Peace. <laughs>